0: Well let us pray before I speak. Father we pray that you soften our hearts to receive your word and that my words may be your words today. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Well what a difference a week makes. First I tell you in January to get off social media and start connecting with people and now I'm telling you to get on social media so that you can connect with people. But well done. You've made it through probably one of the most difficult we've difficult weeks we've had and now we meet together in our homes just like the early church. It has been apparent this week that people are finding music encouraging and seem to find um, some song or some lyric that reflects what they're feeling and I wonder what you're feeling this morning. Is it a road to nowhere? Is it I will survive? Or maybe for those of you who are homeschooling, it's Doe a Deer, a Female Deer. Uh, But I think today I've settled on, it's a long and winding road. We all find ourselves in a place we never imagined. And we're all trying to work out how we're going to make this work without an end in sight and without a model to follow. poor leaders are trying to find a balance of all things to keep our society going, our economy going, and let's be honest, to keep us alive. Church leaders are trying to learn how to put a video clip together and live stream services. Older people are trying to work out new smartphones they've been given so they can connect. And parents are trying to homeschool their children while in the same house they're trying to work as well. And the children are trying to fathom out who on earth these people are that their parents are talking on Zoom to. We're all doing the best we can. It has made me reflect, though, about how the Israelites must have felt that even though they were taken out of slavery and led through the Red Sea and seen the miracles of God, they were plonked in the middle of a desert having to make a new life. And we know that before long, they were longing to be back in Egypt and be slaves again. And maybe we could never understand that before, but we probably have a little taster of it now because they had lost everything they knew, their routines, their way of life, knowing where their food would come from, when they would sleep, when they would eat and the routine of the day. They'd lost their infrastructure and probably their communities that they lived with at that time and all they had was a tent to pitch in a desolate place. It sounds familiar, doesn't it? We were on a reasonably certain path um, until this week, and now we're thrown in turmoil, and life as we know it is on hold. In some ways, our freedom is removed, our relationships are separated, and for a lot of us, fear is at the forefront of our minds for a lot of the week. And so this week has somewhat been finding ourselves in a foreign place and we need to pitch our tent. We need to set up life for a time until we get to the promised land when we make it through the other side. You may be wondering now if I'm speaking on the Israelites, why I chose the passage I did uh, where Peter was speaking to the Israelites after Jesus died and um, using the words of David. Um, But the message paraphrase in this context has um, written it in a way that I think is perfect for these times. Have a listen. I saw God before me for all time. Nothing can shake me. He is right by my side. I am glad from the inside out, ecstatic. I've pitched my tent in the land of hope. I know you'll never dump me in Hades. I'll never even smell the stench of death. You've got my feet on the life path with your face shining sun joy all around. And the line I love is I've pitched my tent in the land of hope. In this new wilderness we find ourselves, we need to pitch our tent in the land of hope. So what can we learn from the Israelites to help us? Well, firstly, We are God's chosen people. Every single one of you listening in today and everybody you know is chosen by God and and is a child of God. And that comes with all the protection, all the love, all the blessings that he promises us. We are chosen by name. He knows you. Now you're going to have to fight daily to remember this. Henry Newman says this, the great spiritual battle begins And never ends with the reclaiming of our chosenness. Remind yourself daily, you are chosen. Then we can learn that God always provides. He provided them manna and meat when there wasn't food. He provided them water when they needed it. Everything they needed, they were provided with. And we too will have everything we need. I think we also... Um, The stockpiling has possibly settled down now and people are doing that uh, less. But more people will get ill and more people will be less able to go to the shops. And so we need to reach out and help each other in this. On the news yesterday, there was a story of a man in his 70s crashing his car into a nurse's car um, that she was coming off shift, a 12-hour shift. And he carried on driving, but never tried to race away or anything. And so she realized something was wrong. When he stopped outside the grocery store, I think it was, um, he got out and he clearly had the symptoms of the coronavirus. And he said, I I have the virus. I've been self-isolating for seven to 10 days and I've had nothing to eat. And I know if I don't get something to eat, I'm going to die. And this nurse stayed with him. It got him uh, to the hospital. Um, and I would like to tell you, there was a brilliant end uh, to the story. Uh, sadly, it didn't end in a way we would want it to end. Um, but we do know that for his last hours, he knew that someone cared and that someone was with him. Now, I wouldn't normally share a story that doesn't have a happy ending um, where people pull through. But I share this because I want to say to you, as the people of all souls, and if whoever you are uh, dialing in uh, to, We are not going to let this happen on our watch. We are going to look out for each other. I've been overwhelmed by the stories of generosities when I phone our older folk and people are phoning them and doing their grocery shopping. Um, You've all got stories um, of people's generosity and kindness. You are incredible. Keep going. Encourage others to look out for their neighbors too. Um, And always contact us if you know of someone in need, um, and we can uh, sort that out. Then we know from the Israelites, we need to walk in God's ways. We live by grace through Jesus, but we're still called to follow his ways, um, to do as he commands. So now's a great time to put some spiritual disciplines in place as part of the routine of your day and get them embedded in our lives. Pray, read the scriptures, listen to worship music, possibly even practice a couple of minutes silence a day with the Lord and read some Christian books that are going to nourish you and encourage you. This will draw you closer to the Lord, sustain you, I promise you, and it will bring encouragement to others. Next, don't grumble. Well, it never helped the Israelites and it's not going to help us, but that's easier said than done. If you made it through this week without complaining, um, then you're better than me because I certainly didn't uh, even bought a punch bag to punch out my frustrations in this time. But the truth is, we're all going to experience different emotions at different times. We're all going to be up at some point and down at others. And that's okay. But try not to complain because it shifts our focus. It's what drains us, it's what brings us down, and it's what saps our hope complain to the old Lord by all means lament is good but then turn it into praise so watch out for when you do it and then stop yourself if you can and lastly and most importantly out of all of what we can learn from the Israelites is that we know God is with us all the time he was an abiding presence with the Israelites and he's an abiding presence with us a cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. He guided them, and he was always present. And we have that same presence today as we go through the weeks ahead. And frankly, this is where we need to pitch our tents. This is the land of hope. Right slap bang in the middle of God's presence. He is a God that is good all the time. He will never leave us or forsake us. And he is the God who's for us and not against us. So when you're down, when you're scared or angry, or as my friend said, discombobulated, then pitch your tent in the land of hope and look for the goodness of God. When your neighbor or the ones you love are finding it tough, then help them pitch their tent in the land of hope. With your words, your thoughts, and your times together, or then pitch your tent in the land of hope. So church, let's rise up for such a time as this. Let's pitch our tents together in the land of hope. Let us be known for his presence with us. Let's invite others to pitch their tents with us. And then let's wait together to be led into the promised land, sharing in the goodness of God along the way. My prayer is that you will put your tent in the land of hope, that God's glory will fill you and renew your strength, that you will soar on wings like eagles, you will run and not grow weary, you will walk and not be faint, and that you will live as the person God chose you to be. Amen.